Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Voices for Change 2.0, the only podcast that focuses on mental health while mixing in movies, music, books, sports, and pop culture. Here are your hosts, Rebecca and Joe Lombardo. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Voices for Change 2.0. Yeah, thanks for tuning in this morning. Uh, the, uh, the last day of August? It is the last day of August. It is the last day of August. Wow. Oh, no. Not good. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe not good for you. It's awesome for me because we're coming into September, which is exciting because that means fall is coming, which is my favorite time of year. We got pumpkin spice everything and uh football and uh the colors football, change. I agree with you on that. Yeah. We've been we've been getting a, a little fix here and there the last few weeks with uh preseason football and even though the Lions are well being the Lions, the Lions um <laughs> it's still been really cool getting to watch that. So um which brings me to something that I was kinda of thinking about this morning. Okay. Joy. Okay. Finding joy in the littlest things in life, you know. Um, I have recently rediscovered something in my life from when I was little that brings me joy. Cookie crisp cereal. <laughs> now, I know uh, I know that, you know, it's something simple, you know. Uh, but, um, hang on, uh, I don't think that's what you're looking for, babe. It is, honey. It's what I'm looking for. Okay. Anyway, so joy. So, you know, uh, when it comes to joy, you know, everybody looks for the big grandiose <coughs> kind of thing. Um, you know, the the big thing. You know, going going away on a trip or going to a concert or something that's extravagant or expensive or just big humongous thing and I really think when it comes to joy it's more of a there was a song from from Faith No More uh, A Small Victory and I think that's what we really have to look for is the small victories you know um looking for the little things that can put a smile on your face in the day-to-day. Uh, you know, eating, finding a cereal that you used to eat as a kid that you enjoyed eating. That you shouldn't be eating. That you shouldn't be eating, yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah, details there with the diabetes. But still, <laughs> you know, it, it's a small thing that puts a smile on my face. And, you know, just the little things, you know, watching – uh watching our, our our baby niece grow up um just seeing little things like her discover stuff uh you know watching watching your pets as they play around with things you know uh visiting a loved one and just basking in being around them you know just l- these little things here and there that uh you know 
can just put a smile on your face. You know, yeah. some sometimes that's all you've got. Sometimes it's all you need is just you know having a situation that puts a smile on your face. Um, that's really, I think, the the epitome of joy. You know, at, at least for me, anyway, is just being able to sit down in the moment. You know, we we've talked on this show tons of times about you know, mindfulness and meditation, that kind of thing. And, you know, it's not necessarily something that we practice, although we probably should, but, you know, just being able to appreciate in the moment, you know, what's going on, what you're doing, what, um, what's going on around you, being able to breathe. You know, we, we get so caught up these days in, Everything, you know, stuff that's going on in the world, uh, stuff in Washington, you know, uh, just all sorts of different things. You know, uh, natural disasters, obviously, you have to pay attention to that. But, um, you know, just uh, all the busyness, the day-to-day, the running around. And I don't think any of us get the opportunity to just stop and breathe and you know, appreciate what you have around you when you have it. Um, that's the 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 the, the thing. You know, yeah. You know, we we only get one go around in this life, and being able to stop and slow down and appreciate it is. Um. It's the thing, you know, it's the thing that's going to bring you joy. It's the thing that's going to put a smile on your face. So, you know, that's my encouragement, I guess, for you today as as you're listening to my rambling nonsensibilities uh, is try and find something small that brings you joy today. Uh, Something that puts a smile on your face. You know, go out and, and buy yourself a box of your favorite cereal from when you were a kid uh, and pour yourself a bowl. And and marvel in how it used to be much larger. <laughs> Actually, that's one of the few things that I, I think it's the same size, the the cookie crisp. The, the boxes are a little smaller, unless you get what they call family size. But... Um, still tastes the same. It's still tasty and delicious and awesome. And, uh, you know, grab yourself a bowl of that, sit on your back porch, just kind of check out what's going on uh, around you, you know, unless it's insanely hot out, then, you know, sit sit inside and look out your window and do that. Um, But, yeah, you know, Try and find something that will give you joy today, something that will put a little smile on your face. It doesn't have to be something big, you know, just something small. That's it. That's all I got for you. Thank you. I uh, I was thinking about that earlier and uh, while I was enjoying my bowl of cookie crisp. <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking, you know what, this makes me happy. So... 
we could we could all use a lot more happy in this world. Um, yeah, that's that. Uh, other than that, it's going to be a, a good weekend for us. A lot of good stuff to uh, rent and watch this weekend. Um, can finally rent Godzilla: King of the Monsters, which I'm excited for. I've been wanting to see that since I saw the trailer. And uh, so there's that. And then there's also, uh, I know my wife wants to see Rocket Man, so we're going to watch that this weekend probably. Um, It'd be kind of cool going to the theater and seeing Spider-Man Far From Home because they re-released it this weekend with some extra footage. All right, Mr. Moneybags, where are we getting all that cash from? Well, I, <laughs> I said it would be nice. I didn't say we were going to do it. So, you know, but again, it's about finding joy, you know, and it doesn't have to be a big-time Moneybags situation. Thank you for that lovely thing, my love. <laughs> but, um, you know, wh- whatever, whatever you can do. So that's what you do. So uh, an update on me, why you haven't heard very much from me, is that um, our guest has um, apparently come across some sort of a delay in getting back to us. I just spoke to her yesterday, and everything was fine. So she might be having, experiencing problems with... uh, Calling in. Calling in, right. Um, so. So we're working on finding the number that she provided to us. Um, so if you guys want, we're going to play a little tune for you while we're uh, searching for her number. Um, so this is Cameron Hawthorne with Dancing in My Living Room. We'll see you guys on the other side of this. 10 p.m. We're here again After a bottle of red One look at you I'm in the mood But we ain't gonna bet just yet Our favorite song
Voices for Change 2.0. Um, I'm Joe. She's Rebecca. Yes, I am. She is. And uh, we are unfortunately still working on uh, getting our guest's phone number. Uh, we thought we had it. and uh, The number that was given was a wrong number. So. Yes. So we're still working on this. So uh, how are you doing? How's your day going? <laughs> nice to Nice to have you here. Nice to have you tuning in and, and listening to uh, Rebecca and I slowly crash and burn. Um, has, no, uh, it's not all that bad. Yeah, it's not at, least that bad. Get, at least we get a few minutes on the radio to talk to the people that do listen to us pretty faithfully, and I've found that there are quite a few of you and various um, applications and... Locales. Yeah, and it's just... All over the place. Yeah, it's just every week our our numbers are getting bigger and bigger. Just from what uh, Scott has, Scott has control of of the blog talk numbers, but I have control of of what I've put out there, which is I you know I've set up my own Spreaker channel and I've got SoundCloud and um, gosh we've got Google. We're, we're all over the place. Yeah, we're on Google and iTunes and every everything you can think of and it's it's all going really, really well. So we just want to say a big thank you to you guys. Yes. For always hanging in there and and listening even when we have these goofy days like today. Yeah, we uh we are truly honored that you take time out of your busy schedules to listen to us. Uh it's an honor. And I'd like to challenge you if you might. Uh I think most of you follow us on Twitter. If you don't, well you, you don't. You don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> but send us in some some uh, ideas for guests and and ideas for topics for us to discuss before guests. Go to my, go to my Twitter and um, just kind of blow it up and let me know what you think you want to hear from us. And what is your Twitter, darling? My Twitter is at Becca B E K A. Lombardo, L-O-M-B-A-R-D-O. And don't forget to use the hashtag #KeepTalkingMH. Yep. When you uh, when you when you message her, and uh, you know we'd love to hear from you guys. Seriously, uh, you know we want to interact more with you, our listener, and uh, you know see what you have to say, get your opinions on things, and uh, you know just do what we can to keep challenging. Uh, the stigma on mental illness and uh, you know 
knocking down that barrier. Um, or, you know, on the on the pop culture side of things, too, if you have an opinion about something, you know, movie-related or, or music-related or book-related. Um, yeah, that you felt had, had an impact on on the mental health community in a way uh, where, be it positive or negative, and you just want to kind of put your voice out there on that, that's wonderful as well. We love those kind of calls. So Yeah. So in the meantime, while we're uh, trying to, to get our, our guests sorted out, uh, we're going to blast out one more tune for you guys. Uh, let's see. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Uh, the song that you're going to be listening to is What Love Is All About by Carly Robin Green. Um, so stay tuned. Give this a listen, and we'll check in with you guys on the other side of this.
Hey, welcome back to Voices for Change 2.0. You know who I am. You know who she is. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. But if you're a first listener. If you're a first listener, I'm Rebecca and she's Joe. Wait a minute. That's not right. You'll get it, honey. Yeah, I'll figure it out. So anyway, um, one thing we want to let you guys know about is uh, Beck has a, comp- a campaign. I almost said that wrong. Um, on her uh, web page. And she's looking for people to contribute blogs and vlogs for her uh, her survivors, survivors blog. blog. Yeah, yeah. I I started uh, a month or so ago. I started uh, in a new addition onto my Rebecca doc, Rebecca Lombardo dot com blog. Now you can come and you can post. You can send me a post of of. And a situation where you felt you had to do something to survive or, you know, it was a child abuse situation or a domestic violence situation or or cancer or just any type of any type of survival that we can celebrate um, that I would love to add to my blog, as well as I'm taking vloggers from my YouTube channel talking about what they think keep talking mental health means to them. Mm-hmm. So um, both of those are going really, really well. And um, I'm actually behind a few, I'm embarrassed to say, but it's been a couple of crappy days for me. So you'll um, get caught up. Yeah, I'll get caught up and um, get them up there. I, I think I like to, I only like to post one a day. So everybody has their own chance to kind of be in the spotlight for a minute. So Yep. Everybody's will will get posted, I promise. But if you have any questions about it or anything, hit me up on Twitter or email me at Paradox P A R A A D O K S one at AOL dot com. Yes, that's right. It's an AOL account. Don't judge. I have one too. We've mm-hmm. had them for nigh of twenty years because we're old. You know, it could be worse. It could be CompuServe. So yeah, really, or Juno. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, don't don't hate on us just because we still show AOL some. I don't want to say love. But yeah, it's not really love. It's not really love. It's or necessity. Just, yeah, but uh, anyway, so yeah, so we're looking for that. We're looking for your stories. Uh, we want to highlight your story. You know, one way that we're going to break down stigma is by highlighting stories. You know, uh, Beck did that with her book, It's Not Your Journey. And we've been doing this podcast for three and a half years now uh, based on putting the spotlight on everybody's story. So this is just another way for us to break down the stigma and uh, get everybody talking about mental health, you know, uh, we, we take uh, the hashtag to heart. You know, we want to keep talking MH, and we want you to keep talking MH. And getting the stories out is the best way to do it. So send us your stories. Send us your vlogs. Send us your, your videos. Your, you know, shoot, we'll take smoke signals if we have to. We, mm-hmm. We're not really sure how we'll get smoke signals on social media. Or how we'll read them. Well, well, you know, 
We'll figure it out, though. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll take a class. You know, however you want to do it, but but do it. Get involved. Get involved with us. Get involved with your community. Uh, reach out to loved ones that may be struggling or may not be struggling. Um, that's a big thing. If someone has, you know, all their poop together, you know, and and they look like they've got it handled, and you're trying to figure out wow, how do they do that? You know, they're going 15 different directions and, you know, taking the kids to this class and that class and, and all sorts of different things. Take them aside a second say, hey, just between you and me, are you, are you okay? You know, and just let them know, hey, you know, if you're going through some stuff, don't be afraid to reach out to me, you know, and say, you know, tell me what's going on. You know, because life gets overwhelming, especially now you know, uh, more so now than ever before. And sometimes it's it's good to know that there's someone there that will take a minute and listen to what you're going through, you know, and that can be so liberating, so cleansing, you know, uh, just being able to say, Hey, I've got this going on in my head, you know, and getting, getting it out of your head, uh, sometimes it's the the best thing, you know, just that it's said and you're not still walking around with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so that's it. That's uh, that's all we've got. Uh, we weren't able to reach our guest, unfortunately. So hopefully we can rebook with her in the future. Um, in the meantime, we're going to end the show. This will be a nice little half hour show today uh, with uh, the song. Dear My Future Self by David Hernandez. So you guys uh, keep talking, MH, and... and See you next week. Yep, keep kicking ass. We'll see ya. Dear My Future Self
It's a struggle, it's a struggle, it's a struggle to find me. When the world breaks. You gotta keep on You gotta keep up You gotta be strong Be strong Be strong You gotta keep up You gotta be strong Don't lose the faith You gotta keep on You gotta keep up You gotta be strong Be strong When the world breaks You stand tall When you feel pain You fight it off When they go low You go high You're gonna rewrite the storyline The soldiers don't believe in you Join us next week as Rebecca and Joe continue to battle the stigma of mental illness. Follow us on Twitter at Voices for Change RJ and on Facebook at Voices for Change 2.0.
Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, universe, and welcome to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I am a pop culture astrologer. You may know me as the resident astrologer of Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily on Instagram. We are partnered with Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily, so make sure to follow us on Instagram. Also, like, comment, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. This week, we have lots of astrological magic, the hottest celebrity stories in Hollywood, and a talented Hollywood guest with us here today. We are recording from my home in the Hollywood Hills. Hello, guys. I'm so excited that we are back for my favorite show ever, Astro Kiki Radio. I am Sam Davidson, entertainment news junkie, red carpet reporter, and celebrity aficionado. I'm super excited to be back with you guys. We have some great stories and a lot of amazing things going on astrologically mm-hmm. that we're excited to talk to you about. Mm-hmm. We have a really good friend and special guest, Phil Walker, in the studio here. Thank you so much. Hello, Phil. Hey, thanks for having me. So, guys, Phil has done so much in the industry. He does stand-up comedy. He's done acting. He is a very funny Aquarius, and you guys know who I love Aquarius is. We're the best. You guys are very good. That's why we have an age and a song named after us, you know. Age of Aquarius, yeah. yes. Well, Phil also is a fantastic writer, which has really been his foot in the door in this industry. Um, Right now, he's working on Just Roll With It. If you guys have kids out there, you probably know it because it's an amazing Disney show, and he's written for Disney shows, of course, like that, Comedy Central, Adult Swim, definitely has his hands in a lot of different pots in this industry, so we're really excited to talk to you. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. I um, I don't know why they hired me to write for children, but here it is, so. <laughs> so Especially um, after knowing Phil for, how long have we known each other now? Oh, uh, we've known each other for a while now, maybe four years, something like that? No. I'm like, which one? You guys just met? Cal's going to be mad at me about that. Oh, no, no. No, but it was back in... um, Maybe it was like two years ago, actually. It was summer of 2017. Ah, summer of 2017. The the eclipses were hitting my, my family. Yeah. And then oh. all of that family stuff. That's when I met him. Yeah. That's when I met Kyle too, actually, wasn't it? No, I met you both the year before. Was it? Well. Kyle yeah. was such an amazing person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met through Buddhism, actually, mm-hmm. and the our first interaction was he sent me a novel um, via <laughs> via text. Text. Oh my god, anybody that knows me or has dated me knows that happens. When you get a text from Kyle and you have to like, click on the text right. to open. Right, you might as well book. just like sit back and get a glass of wine. Like, Hell you're, yeah! You're in for the night. Yes, that's what I want people to think what they think of me. Like, I'm going to relax into this story. Right. Or like, into this story right now. God damn oh, it. <laughs> I don't have time to click on this text and read the entire book. I, I, there's been a couple times like, like, Kyle, I didn't need a novel. 
Kyle, I'm sorry. I would love to read your text, but I need to get seven hours of sleep. <laughs> like, I need to get up in the morning. I don't know. No, but I'll read it over the weekend. Right? <laughs> You're like, I'm just late reading over there. Um, well, I was actually telling Sam earlier, like, I cannot believe that you guys haven't met before because you're such, you know, important people in my life and have impacted me, you know, for the better. And, and yeah, you know, and it's cool because with, with Phil, you know, we did meet through Buddhism and we also felt, you know, created like a very strong connection right outside of yeah. that even as well. Yeah. And, you know, so then we started hanging out and then we were just talking about like all sorts of things. And I even read your tarot like the first time I met you. <laughs> That's true. Right? That's <laughs> and, true. Yeah, you know, and it was just like we just definitely, you know, connected, and it's been such a blessing to have you in my life. Yeah, no, Kyle, you're an incredible person. I mean, I don't, even though I'm very flaky, (laughs) which is why I haven't met Sam, because I'm never around. He's like, oh, would you go to this? He's like, oh, sure, and then I, like, forget or something like that. Yeah, see, the good thing about me is I live two doors down, so I'm I'm an easy, I'm an easy target to get here. Yeah, he just, like, walks over, and he's like, hey, girl. Yeah. Well, one of the interesting things that you just said, actually, is so my first internship, I I went to USC for undergrad. I've been out here since I was 18, but it was Mm. with Comedy Central. Um, And, oh, my God, it was one of the best summers of my life. Also, like, pre-Me Too movement. I was, like, you know. I was just getting my butt pinched all day and night. I was, (laughs) you know, 19 (laughs) years old going to the Flavor Flav roast. Oh, hilarious. I remember that. Yeah? I didn't watch it, but I do remember it. So what is interesting, though, about what you said is that um, my boss that summer ended up working on Disney shows. Oh, wow. And he's like, I am the dirtiest, raunchiest, you know, I, I'm just a good writer. I'm smart. But he talked about in the writer's room that we're actually just making jokes that totally. the kids aren't supposed to understand, but we're all laughing. Totally. That's uh, kind of what our show is, too. I mean, when you watch our show, um, when you watch our show, uh you're not gonna see anything. You're not gonna see anything raunchy, or we're not gonna like swear anything like that. Disney would certainly not let us do that. Um, but we, I think it's a room full of people who uh, our bosses just kind of hired a room full of people who they said they didn't want children show writers, and so we are the process of us getting a script from script stage to shot is us kicking and screaming the entire way, day after day, saying, those notes are stupid, but they're just like, you can't talk about, like, war and violence and things like that. <laughs> like, you can't put that on Disney Channel. Like, you can't you can't talk about, like, Illuminati and goat sacrifices. And we're like, why can't we? <laughs> You're like, this isn't Comedy Central. Right. But, I mean, do you guys in some ways, like, get creative? And it's like, we all know. Yes, we do. Um, I will say, to Disney's credit, they're actually pretty good at catching it. Um, but Interesting. It is. Um, they're pretty good at it. Um, though sometimes we do sneak things in. One that we got in, but we it didn't end up on the air. <laughs> this is a funny story. It was in my episode. And we it was about the school play, something like that. And the main character caught stage fright. And so the way that we probably I probably can't talk about this because it hasn't aired yet, but we talked about stage fright. Um, and I, the way we treated it was like it was like a disease or something like that, like mm-hmm. a cold that you could catch. And I put in the joke that the girl who gives it to the main character got it back and was like, how did you get it? And she's like, Derek Peppercorn gave it to me behind the bleachers. <laughs> <laughs> and like, that got 
to the table read, and then her parents saw that. I was like, there is absolutely no way we're letting our daughter say that. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I mean, listen, I, 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 like I said, I one of my old friends uh, that was from Comedy Central worked at Disney, and, you know, these things, it's fun little fun little jokes like that, but just comedy writing is comedy writing. It is, it is. I mean, and working, and Disney's cool. Um, they're, they're really great, and they're really smart, and again, I no ill will against them. Um, they know what their brand is, but they don't care what my, our little joke is, like, they don't care. Yeah. Like, they're like, we got a billion dollar company to run here. Well, I'm really excited to find out what your brand is, Astrologically, but we have a, an entire show to get to before then, and we're so excited because we're finally into August, which Kyle says is going to be one of the best months of the entire year. So what's our <sighs> forecast? Yes, and into September. So we are you know, packaging up the, the magic and goodies of August, and they're going to even get better in the coming days. And so, yeah, so we have a, you know, a seriously jam-packed week already ahead of us. On the 28th, we have Mars, you know, in a, in a trine with Uranus. So, the Where's 28th, a trine? a trine is it's a it's a sacred angle. So it's you know, it, I'm trying to think. It's, it's I'm imagining someone bending down with their butt in the air. Yeah, it's like uh, I know, <laughs> yeah, I should know. It's, it's like astrological like so double what? penetration. I get it. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, Kyle's usually. How are you embarrassed? He's usually the one he's like. Blessing, I know. <laughs> <a dick."> <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, I'm really excited Kyle's not the one, like, I'm calming right? down. Well, a trine, yeah. I mean, like, so it's, 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 you know, like, it's all of the earth signs are trying. Okay. And all of the water signs are trying. All of the air signs are trying. All of the fire signs are trying. Does that so, mean triangle? Like, yes. So it's okay. like, you basically, you're at the sacred energy where everything is aligned and it's very, it flows very organically and naturally. That's why Aquarius and Libra can connect so fluidly and so well. Oh, same because... Same thing with Gemini. All right, I understand. So then, you know, same thing with, you know, me. I always have these intense connections with a Capricorn or Virgo because we're Earth signs. You know, and then obviously, you know, that we have other angles and different kinds of things of right. how people are, like, there's squares and there's, you know, you have oppositions and all sorts of those kinds of things. Like, the opposition is the house of partnership and marriage. Okay. And, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, has this, like, polarity to it. But a trine here is going to be very uh, harmonious. And, and very, uh, everything, it flows, you know, peacefully, it's, it's fun, it's opportunity, and things like that. So, the 24th, or the 28th, sorry guys, brings forth a, an electric and passionate edge into our lives. So let your hair down and take a few risks on this day. Mars, the planet of passion and drive, smiles over to Uranus, the planet of change. You will feel a strong urge to break free of any previous restrictions or boring routines, and you will be presented with many unique opportunities to experience new activities, feelings, and relationships on this day as well. Your in instincts will be strong and accurate, so taking extra risks at this time should pay off. This is a good time to get new projects off the ground with a burst of daring energy, so go for it. Your sex drive and physical attractiveness will also enjoy a boost, so you know, keep that in mind. So uh, it's like an astrological exfoliant or something like that? Uh, like a Viagra? Yeah, it'd be right. more like Viagra. You know, it's funny because I, I have a date but tomorrow. But it's going to get more attractive, though. Yes. It's Viagra doesn't make you more attractive. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, <laughs> unless, I've I mean, never, unless erections are your thing. I, I, don't have, know. I have never taken a Viagra. I don't know about that. And I don't need to. So, and guys don't need to with me. So, well, oh. not yet. I'll ask you in 40 years. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not yet. 
Um, so yeah, new new romance actually is very possible on this day as well. And if, and if you do start a romance, what day is that? The twenty eighth. So, tomorrow. Yeah, so tomorrow. yes, so we the show um, we'll be releasing it tomorrow on the twenty eighth. Today is the twenty seventh. We always film it a day early, guys. So sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. So today, just right. You're listening. It do today. your thing. So what do you have to do? Like, do you have to like go out and like yeah, whip go, your dick out or something like that? You know, I mean, peacock. You could. You could. Yeah, you go out there with your best dress. Your best yeah. hair, your best makeup, your yeah. best exfoliator, whatever you yeah, call totally. it. Yeah, totally. It's, it's, but it, that's the thing about astrology is that you want to, you know, use the energy that's present so that you can actually flow into it and allow it to kind of affect your life. So if there's a great day for love, like for instance, on uh, this past weekend, there Mars and Venus were like conjunct, which means they're exact, exactly in the sky, and that energy of the passion and the sex and the love, it all sort of united. And anyone that was either starting... I felt like it. Did you you felt it? it? <laughs> yeah, I felt it. I mean, I'm, that's hot. No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> no, but, like, I, I actually... Um, I had a date on, on, with a different guy on Friday. Oh and nothing happened. You're a little star slut over here. I am. No, um, bitches love me. So, um... <laughs> Just during this time until October 4th... Yeah, guys. It, specifically <laughs> is when Kyle is going to be left. Yeah, I I guess the stars weren't the only things that were shooting. Am I right? <laughs> I mean, like literally. No, it's funny because like um, Sam just got back and she was like, so Kyle, let's like you know let's have a pool party this weekend. And I was like, honey, I'm getting a man, and I'm gonna go out there. And my like new moon happens on Friday, and I am it's my dory for love, and we'll get into that. But I am the it's been closed for two years for me, and it's it's not even two years. But it's been but it's honestly been four. And if not even that, it could have been longer. And so I I need to use this energy of this time because I don't need a man. I want a man. And any man that I choose to be with me is lucky to have me. And I'm not saying that to be an asshole. It's true. I give so much of my heart and my life, and I want to give that. And, you know, and that's the thing that, like... Kyle, is this your... You go, girl. Yeah, this is your PSA to the public. (laughs) It's like your... If there was a gay bachelor, you know, (laughs) this is your audition. (laughs) And so we're having everybody listen, and he's just like, hear me. This is me. This is what I want. When he texted me that, I was like, yeah, let's do a pool party this weekend. He goes, listen, this is a really hot time for me. Um, I'm going to be like out. a manifestation of an It Gets Better video. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I literally said to him, I go, what if it's going to be over so we can just like have fun? Right, can, like, right. When are these fucking yeah. planets going to go mind their own fucking business <laughs> and we can have a pool so party? Let me have right. my friend back because it's right. only going to be summer well, like, for a little longer. I mean, literally, like, according to stars and according to tarot, like, literally and all this stuff and psychics and everything, I'm, like, snatching a man literally before October. And for the rest of the energy that it's moving for me, in my natal chart, but then also in my solar chart. In your natal? Natal. Okay. Yes. I just didn't hear you. It's my birth chart. So, uh, and I'm, I'm, I'll be emailing you or something today. Um, but yeah. Do you have like, to take, like, natal chart vitamins? <laughs> 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 Pre-natal chart vitamins? Yeah, I mean, 
You're about to be with somebody. So. Kyle is crowning everybody. We are yes. watching Kyle crown live Thank on you air. Thank so much, Phil. Live free recorded <laughs> on air. I'm so happy that you're in this, like, boat You guys, I'm going to, like, catch a husband and you guys don't it's even know. I'm okay. afraid I'm just going to have No, I believe Back you. Okay. I'm passing out cigars to all the other guys in the, the delivery room right now. I'm yes. we're all very I mean, happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, no, it's funny because my my ex monster top. I used to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is why we need a video show Worst because kids book ever. <laughs> no, he, he literally, he texts me like all the time, and I'm like, stop it, you don't even live here, stop it. And he's like, well, I'm still gonna marry you someday, and I'm like, no. And he's like, I'm gonna get you pregnant. I'm like, dude, stop saying that. It's so unattractive. Dude, is like, it that same guy? Wait, Did we talk to you after the X bar? No, um, Kyle what? has like ten exes that are all like just clamoring for him. That's not true. But okay, people, <laughs> we only have a certain amount of time no. in right. this podcast. We could do an entire other podcast with Kyle yeah. and Bachelor. <laughs> that said. Kyle, All right, I need to come besides to the, sorry. choruses. We gotta need to go back to the forecast. Sorry, guys. That's sorry, we have to go there. back to the show. Yeah. Kyle is Randy. We know. No pool party for me. Um, and so Kyle gets laid. No one goes to the pool. Hey, I'm still going. I actually, you're you're invited, Phil. Oh, thank you. I hope we'll you go come. together. I mean, that'll be a nice thing for us. We'll to show do. Kyle what he's missing. Well, he's busy. He's got energy, girl. I mean, I, I have a date every day for the next like. Let's not go there. But I'm not going to bang any of them. They're lucky if they get to. But, like, I've already been saying, they like, nobody can bang me until, like, five dates. So, like, yeah. I'm, back on, I'm back on my bullshit again, guys. I'm back oh on, like, i got to court my well, ass. You know, no wonder Make you're sure having I two dates a day. Because I'm going to, like, I've got all these hoes that are interested because I am a badass bitch hoes, all right? Okay, oh, God. Next, Our right, poor wait, producer, wait. Scott, at this point is like, I know. Is what the probably, frick yeah. is going on? Any, okay. I know. Don't As we continue. I'm all in heat again. All right. Anyway. So the 29th, uh, on the 29th, the major revelations in self-discovery are here for you. So the sun ruling our life force aligns with Uranus, planet of liberation and change. This will bring Uranus, Uranus is getting aligned. Go on. Not, <laughs> not yet. It's been a while. And, and <laughs> <laughs> you just shake your head. Get out of here. No. I, you said I wasn't supposed to tell the truth. I can shake my head the truth. What? But then you just called her. I, 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 I didn't tell her. I to didn't do make that. that deal. Oh man. Sorry. You suck. Like. Sorry. Sorry. Anyway, go, ahead, go ahead. Over it. We'll over be good. Anyways, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So on the on the 29th, you will you know try something new. Uh, you're gonna be drawn to new adventures, new inventions, thing like things like that. Uh, try to meet unique and eccentric people because they will love you. Uh, also, the best the best new moon on the 30th takes place. So then on the 30th, I personally have been waiting for this moment for all of 2019. We now have the absolute best new moon, and this new moon is going to open a door in your life that you have long waited for. So hell to the yes. So each zodiac sign will be affected differently, but our greatest hopes and dreams are now within our reach. This new moon falls in the zodiac sign of Virgo, which means that if we devote reliable effort to build something of value, we can reap the rewards. The sun, the moon, Mercury, Venus, and Mars are all exactly in the same place in the sky, meaning that half of the universe is putting all this power behind this new moon to open a path to you that you have not seen happen before. So in the coming 10 days after that, lay important actions to build the life of your dreams and the world will bring you know, closer to you know, long-term, sustainable, and prosperous abundance in your life. 
for Aries, this is work. For Taurus, this is love. You know, for all of the other signs, you can just check out my website, which is kylethomasastrology.com. And in my blog, I Shameless have plug! I mean, hell yeah. All right, I, 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 look, I get it. You gotta, you gotta make a living. Uh, uh, but, like, can you tell me what Aquarius yeah, is, at least? And like, Libra, all about you. Yeah, uh, so right offhand, so for Libra, this is actually about you healing and releasing baggage. So uh, past, past relationships, past things, it's all about karma coming up. So if for some reason, like, you know, I know if I did something bad, it's coming back. I read that, but I haven't, so I'm well, good. Yeah, well then, I'm, but then also then it, the good things are gonna bring rewards to you okay. because you're planting big seeds. So for instance, we have a lot of stuff that we're working on together on the development of Astro Kiki as well, etc. And even events and stuff. So these are the things that we're developing, and then we'll launch them later on. And Aquarius. So, so for Aquarius, this is gonna be in your house of partnership. Um, mm. One of them, because there's there's two houses of partnership. So for you, this is actually going to be a very erotic energy, very intimate. Uh, so looks like you're not the only one getting his anus, his Uranus alive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope there's two, honey. Like for sure, like absolutely, like you need to. But it's also about um, understanding in your partnerships what you give and what you receive and what you need. <laughs> oh my God, I like. Yes, yes, that, that's why sex is you so You boys are so frickin' thirsty, I swear <laughs> to God. Fuck. <laughs> like, I just, I mean, listen, I want it too, but not, you know, I have other things on my mind. Right. Yeah. I mean, I've waited for dick, good dick for two years, so. Don't get me started, for God's sake. I'm saying good dick, okay? Okay, fair enough. And love. I'm about the love. Okay. That's why I'm making these. Aries, um, <laughs> our cat here is just staring at Kyle. It's like, dude, come on. <laughs> I can't take you guys anywhere. <laughs> oh, man. Um, anyways, uh, the last thing for the forecast here, because I know we've been running around. Um, then, to end this coming week, I want to point out September 1st, because Venus, planet of love, aligns with Saturn, planet of longevity. This is one of the absolute best days for committing to a relationship and making long-term investments. All relationships can benefit from a sensible approach and steady affection. New love found now may be with someone from a different age group and would or would likely be a long-lasting soulmate union. So, like, you guys, I'm like, I am getting out there, and I encourage you to as well. So, when you say, like, a different age group, is it like, like, like a, a wink or like a daddy? Because, like, I have really strong opinions. Uh, I mean, I feel like... I mean, anything for you. It could you. go either way. Yeah, okay, I, so. but but I mean, I I feel like because Saturn is such a you know strong mature planet, I always see it kind of blending to, you know, an age an older person. Right. Um, I but I necessarily I feel like what would happen with me is that I would have some very strong connection with someone and be like like for instance like when I'm in a relationship in the future <clears throat> in the next couple weeks. Oh, um, uh, I will make sure that like certain like commitments and plans and things are happening on these kinds of days because mm -hmm. I want to invest that natural energy there and allow it to align and build for the long term and it's just like naturally there you know. Yeah. Okay. So Fair anyways, enough. yeah, make some plans. Make some plans. Make some business contracts. Make some. Memorial you know. Day or Labor Day? I always get confused of uh, what's coming up. Is it Labor Day? Yeah. It's Labor Day. Labor okay. Day right. And it's so Labor Day, Day weekend should be lit for you all. Hell. 
Yeah. Kyle is so smart when I actually let him talk. When I'm not just like <laughs> making a joke out of everything. He's I know. See, I so like know what I'm too. talking about. All right, guys. Well, we have so much Hi. to talk about. Thank you for tuning into our weekly astrol- astrological forecast. But again, we are a pop culture celebrity astrology show, so we have some amazing stories coming to you soon. So stay tuned. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Astro Kiki Radio. That was a long break. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have some music. We so I know, it play. was great music. I really enjoyed listening to it. Boom, boom, Well, we're back. Um, we have our top three pop culture celebrity stories of the week, as well as our celeb WTF and our bang Mary Kill Virgo season. But first, let's talk about good old Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes. So they have had a very low-key relationship for several years now. Is that serious? What do you mean? That's well, real? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're, they're done now. But they've actually been very serious. Wow. Um, for, let's see, they started in about 2015 is when they actually started dating. And huh. they've kept it as a very, very low-key thing. Obviously, Katie Holmes is fresh off of, you know, Scientology, Tom Cruise when they met. And right. so this is something that she wanted to keep private. It actually doesn't, this would have been, if they were still together, a celeb WTF for me, which we do every week, because you wouldn't really think these two people would be together. No, that's weird, yeah. But how they, how, like, how did they meet? Actually, I'm pretty sure they met through Tom Cruise in uh, 2006. He's like, I'm done with her. You can take her now. Like, what? what? <laughs> well, I think that they made that connection then, but it wasn't until March of 2015 where there was, like, blurry photos that came out of them holding hands. That year she was seen at his birthday party. 2016, they were actually wearing rings on their wedding finger. But no one knows if they were engaged, married, or what. All the sources, inside sources, were saying they're just a very extremely private couple. Interesting. Yeah, and kind of at first you're like, hmm, that's weird. But then you go, that's actually really cute. I yeah. kind of really like that. I'm all, I'm all right with that. Yeah, and like May of 2017, she even visited him in Paris while shooting the Robin Hood remake. And, and who was in the Robin Hood? Jamie Foxx was. Yeah, which, mm-hmm. which Robin Hood? Is this the one with... Uh, oh, one of the many that just didn't do well. Right. Is this yeah. the one with, like, Kurt... Not Kurt Russell. No. Um, what's his name? Javert in Les Mis. See, that's, I have to go back to a musical. Ah. Exactly. No, I, I'm pretty sure that was, that was the one, because that's where he was, that's where she was. She went and visited him, and um, they had their first official public outing together at a Grammy party in 2018, which was just last year. And they've random photos pop up, and they're like, oh, they're still together. These two are still together. And people started rooting for them. But um, in February of this year, 2019, people said that they had split, but then they got back together or pretended to get back together or never were apart um, at the Met Gala this past year. However, it was just this last week that Jamie Foxx was seen out and about 
in Hollywood with um, this woman named, uh, let's see, Stella, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to pronounce her name right. She's an artist, she's a singer, um, but they were holding hands, so the whole world was like, oh, screw you, Jamie Foxx, cheating on Katie Holmes, but he wasn't. They apparently had been broken up since May, which was around the Met Gala, which is kind of weird. So there's a lot of like speculation that goes into this well, relationship. Still have to use those I guess so. I mean, that's probably something that happens a lot. I'm right? sure. It's like, look, look, honey, we gotta go to the. We, I mean, I have these tickets. Like, <laughs> I really can't wait to have that problem. Right. Me too. Me too. Well, in the next ten days. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say who I've been seeing because it's that level. Oh, stop. Is it Jamie Foxx? I haven't told you that. Oh, of course. Is it okay. Jamie Foxx? No. Oh, God. Okay. Well. <coughs> it was like Jamie Foxx was seen holding hands with... <laughs> Kyle Thomas! Culture <laughs> yeah, this, Probably uh... Spill the story. Right. Well, he was um... Seen, Kyle Thomas was seen salty as fuck that he didn't go to the Met Gala. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, you know, the fact that this relationship was so untraditional, sources are saying, oh, they could get back together... We don't really even know the entire scope of their relationship. So, Kyle, I ask you to dive deep into their signs to see are they compatible and what is it that really draws them to each other. Totally. It's disappointing to hear another co- a couple has split in Hollywood, especially after several years of being together. Jimmy Fox is a Sagittarius Sun, Taurus Moon. Katie Holmes is a Leo Rising, Sagittarius Sun, and Leo Moon. Right off the bat, when looking at their natal charts, we can see that there is you know, some initial synergy. Both of their Venuses are in Scorpio and nearly conjunct, which means they're in the exact same place in the sky. This is a powerful message of compatibility and love for this couple. This helps boost their overall compatibility, and their styles of expressing love and affection are very similar. This basic understanding goes a long way towards under enhancing their cooperation. They tend to appreciate how, you know, one another dresses, decorates, handles money, and socializes as well. And they have similar tastes and values, and, and that's really present for them. This also suggests that they tend to cooperate with one another at a very basic level, no matter what's going on, and they always feel at ease within, one of, within, within each other's company. They're also both Sagittarius, and this is a zodiac sign that craves stimulation, excitement, energy, and spontaneity. The fact that they both understood this about one another helps them trust one another, and also not question the other's need for freedom when it occurs. That makes so much sense. It does. Really. Yeah, totally. However, looking at the timeline here, we can see a few different things. We don't have Jamie's rising sign, so it is a little bit harder to peer into his life, but we can understand more because of Katie's rising sign, Leo. In August uh, 2013, uh, when they were secretly dating, Jupiter, the planet of miracles and fortune, was in Katie's 12th house of secrets and privacy, gifting her with happiness behind the scenes and urging her to uh, pursue that. Mars, planet of passion and force, was also here, encouraging her to lay low beneath the radar. Okay. Thank you, Scientology, NBA. Oh, yeah. Mars was in Dianetics. <laughs> oh, God. Which means she had, a, she had a Mercury that was doing a stress test on mm-hmm. Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, man, oh, man. Um, in March 2015, when they were holding hands in public, Mars and Venus were both in their solar fifth house of love and romance, and so they were feeling passionate for each other and were allowing themselves to be expressive. Okay? 
Then jumping forward to in January 2018, when they were at a public Grammy party, Uranus, the planet of liberation and surprise, had been going through a long transit in both Jamie and Katie's solar fifth house of romance as well, shaking them out of their comfort zones and letting them be loose and more open at this time. However, the interesting thing is, uh, that is throughout all of 2019 here is Jupiter, the planet of miracles, has been in Jamie and Katie's sign of Sagittarius, essentially launching them into the beginning chapter of the coming 12 years of their lives. Whenever this occurs, we begin major patterns that will continue for us, whether that be new relationships, new steps in existing ones, or projects and paths that will lead us to more fulfillment over the next 12 years. As they recently said they've been broken up since May 2019, we can peer into where the stars were then. Jupiter was still there, but retrograde, meaning that it was having them change direction in important ways. They realized their current path wasn't fulfilling them. Mars, the planet of passion, but also war, was across the sky from both of them, making them angry with their partner and causing potential friction. Normally, this will make relations with, relations with a partner stronger or more intense, but if there are conflicts, it also causes explosions. Since they both were feeling frustrated and angry, there is likely a very large fight that erupted, and it was because of the clash of Mars. However, the very... Like, specifically, or... Yeah. They I were mean, just arguing over Mars? No, I mean, like, that's where the energy was, for sure. I, I mean, know. they were feeling, you know, crazy and intense. So, however, the very interesting thing that is uh, about this news coming out, you know, being heated right now, is because since August uh, 18th, Mars, the planet of intensity, moved into both of their sectors of fame and public recognition at the same time. So for Jamie, he's getting all this press about being with a new woman. For Katie, she's in the public eye because she's insulted about this new romance already. And this is why the news is happening now. Well, you know what? I still have hope for these two. Not they seem cute and sweet. That's not, I mean, the, their connection looks good. And with their Venus connected, that's really lovely. I love that. Okay. Cool. Second story of the week. I'm not going to apologize, but I kind of am. I love The Bachelor, Bachelorette, all of this, but there are some Apology good... not accepted. Oh, God. Every week I get a story about The Bachelor it's or Bachelorette. It's not every week, but there's been week. some big news week. happening, okay? I'm not hating on it. I, I just don't know who these people are. And hello, we get views on our Instagram from oh my God, I know, our Bachelor no. stories. I'm so, not hating on The Bachelor or Bachelorette. You guys are fabulous. Yeah, don't hate on them no. because they're listening. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, the first ever African-American bachelorette and the only ever African-American bachelor bachelorette, Rachel Lindsay. She was the bachelorette in, um, for season 13 of the show, which was in 2017. And, you know, all these people oh, that's get That's upsettingly married. recent. Yeah. Well, not really. Um, ish. But there's been so many seasons of this show, and she she broke records, and she broke another one because she actually got married to her dude. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, Brian Abasolo and her got married this past weekend in Cancun, and they are just a really, really, really special pair. Um, they got engaged in the spring of 2017, and it was obviously announced, televised on national television in August of 2017, and they were engaged for two years before they actually got married August 23rd of 2019 in Cancun, Mexico, like I just said. And she's a lawyer and also extremely established as a host 
in the entertainment industry and also the sports industry. She is a correspondent for ESPN, and I just love her. I think she's just a really kick-ass woman, and he's a really cool guy. He, in a way, almost follows her lead because he just, she's established, and he's a chiropractor. I mean, he goes wherever she goes, and I think he, I think the union is extremely beautiful. So they officially got married. People Magazine, of course, covered it. And I just want to dig into their connection here. I, I'm looking at a picture of them now. They are a very cute couple. Aren't they? I will say, she apparently does everything, and he's a chiropractor. Like, Hey, I just found a new chiropractor, and she's saving I my life. I love my chiropractor, <laughs> but like... I'm looking at them up right now. They're amazing. I mean, I know her because you you uh, brought her up to me. And of course, because this is just what I talk about like on the daily. I'm like, so by the way, Rachel Lindsay, who's that? Oh, obviously the first black yeah, bachelor. No, I totally know she is. Yeah. yeah. so cute. And they are going to make the most beautiful baby. Oh, my God. Hey, you guys, if you ever watch that or listen to us, we do love you. You're cute. You shouldn't, you know, talk. Anyway, the reason she's winning is because she's a Taurus, okay? <clears throat> All right, let's get into it. Yes. Rachel Lindsay is a Taurus, while Brian... Abasolo. Abasolo is an Aquarius. Let's try that again. Rachel Lindsay is a Taurus, while Brian Abasolo is an Aquarius. Oh, he's an Aquarius. I like him again. This is a match that can go the long haul because they both like longevity and put a lot into their relationships. But it can also be very difficult because Taurus and Aquarius are fixed signs and can be rather stubborn when they don't get their way. However, when they are mature enough to work it out and discuss how they feel and listen to each other, they can be really strong together. We also do not have the rising sign, which is an important part of compatibility, so I can't really see that, unfortunately. Well, guys, when you come on the show <laughs> and we're best friends, you'll right. tell us. Totally. <laughs> uh, the only date I could really get a read on, because uh, earlier ones weren't as specific, uh, and obviously we don't have their full charts, but August 23rd, 2019 was when was one of the most uh, blessed days for romance in 2019, because Mars ruling sex and passion and representing the di- divine masculine was completely aligned with Venus, ruling love and marriage and the divine feminine in the sky. For Rachel, it was in her sector of true love and romance, meaning this is legitimately a a union from her heart and soul with him. For Brian, though, Venus and Mars met in his sector of intimacy, sexuality, and the balance of relationships. This is actually a really blessed and divine timing for both of them because it shows that their love and sex life are going to be popping off for many years to come. I have a feeling they have a very hot sex life. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. TV people, of course they do. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, you know what? I know. Thank you. Yeah, they're super cute. They're very cute. They're very cute. Obsessed with them. So, guys, mazel tov. I'm so happy for you. And she's a Taurus, so she reigns that thing. Yeah, no. She is a badass. Bitch in the best way possible. Yes. Also a badass bitch is one of my favorite people of all time, Ashley Graham, who is a supermodel, considered plus size. But she's so pretty. She's literally one of the most beautiful, real, honest, amazing people of all time. So she's married to a director, um, Justin Irvin, and they are pregnant. They're going to have a baby they announced their pregnancy on Instagram. They both seem extremely happy. And, of course, Ashley is taking this time to give the real situation to the entire world. We're talking stretch marks, like naked photos, just, like, holding her boobs. Like, this is what pregnancy looks like. It's not 
getting on, you know, Facetune, Airbrush app, and like wiping those out. And so she really started um, this thing where a lot of pregnant women are tagging her and they're taking photos of their stretch marks and their bodies, either like pre-baby, post-baby, and she's posting them. And she's become a big beacon of hope even more than she already was with all these women around the world. And she even says, even if you're not pregnant, whatever, like stretch marks are beautiful. This is what our bodies look like. And um, she's becoming even more popular than she already has been, which I don't even know how that's possible. But her and her husband, even when I started following her a few years ago, I was like, these two are so madly in love. I'm obsessed with them. And they're just really excited about this baby. So tell me a little bit about what's going on with her and the coupling. It is so lovely how Ashley Grant is using her pregnancy to spread body positivity, and that is one of the things that Scorpios do best. Scorpios love their sexuality and are very in touch with their bodies and erotic needs. They know that sex can be hot no matter what you look like because it's about connection, passion, and chemistry. So that's one thing we can all really learn about you know, sex from Scorpio. With Ashley Graham being a Scorpio and Justin Irvin being a Capricorn, these two signs blend together quite well because they are water and earth. These elements naturally flow and have an intuitive understanding. While Ashley may be a bit more passionate and dramatic than Justin, he will ground her and help her feel more confident. They're both very focused on building success together, so this will work well for them both in time. The interesting thing right now about all this coming to light, though, isn't actually about the pregnancy as I see it. The area of her life that is lighting up right now is her sector of, about communities and the world at large and being a part of a movement. Mars, ruling passion and force, along with Venus, the planet of women and beauty, are dancing along, uh, alongside the sun, ruling life force and focus in her solar 11th house of the people. Wow. Isn't that wow. crazy? Yeah. This is always a time when we connect to larger groups and we want to have a message, and that is exactly what she's doing. So congrats to the happy couple on their pregnancy, and you know, good job for really you know, carrying a message and a voice that's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. My two longest relationships were, were both Scorpios, and they were crazy as shit. I'm not a fan of Scorpios. Me neither. Typically. I don't like them. That said, though, I think Ashley Graham, I mean, I'm shocked that she's, she's a Scorpio. Cool. She seems cool AF. And I am realizing that I need to stop being so close-minded to Scorpios <laughs> because, you know, maybe they have another rising. And You're such a bigot. <laughs> I am. I'm so confused. And I was like, I hate you. Oh. Right. I, <laughs> that's, that's, I feel like that's with a lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> I know. Well, well, I yeah, no, I mean, I it's interesting because I, I literally say this. I, like, love every sign, and then I also understand the flaws of every sign, too. So, you know, I Scorpio will... Scorpio is my least favorite. I'm, yeah. I'm with well, you, Phil. Thank you. Well, let, I, I heard that may, maybe Kyle can clear this up for me. Like, I heard once that, like, Aquarius can get along with literally every sign except Scorpio, and they just don't get along. Well, I mean, this, so the fixed signs all have a difficulty at some times, um, but mostly it would be you, because you're an Aquarius, with Taurus or Scorpio. And I'm a Taurus, and we get along fine. You get along fine. You know, we always have a great time and cackle about... We're better you know, than those Scorpios. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, obviously Scorpios have a, a, a darker edge to them because they're ruled by, by Pluto and Mars. Mm-hmm. And you know they can have you know on a, a darker vibration can be very vengeful and vindictive and not communicate their emotions because they're brooding in them. 
them. But you know what? Every sign has difficult things to them. Okay. And, you know, and that's the thing is it's, it's funny because it's like, not to be weird, but like I'll, if I had to choose two signs that I just like, ugh, just like usually don't get along very well with, Aquarius is my father. And I tend not to get along with Aquarius <laughs> most of all, literally, because of like I've had very, and even friends in the past that they've like, they act like they're very free spirited, but they're, you know, they can be. But they also can be super controlling. Mm. And, but also, there's so many Aquarians that I love. You know, right. like, I love you, Phil. Like, I do. You know, and so it's like, that I, I'm not going to just, like, hate on all, all Aquarius for that. And then the other thing is Sagittarius. Because I've had some of the most wonderful connections with Sagittarius. But, uh, honestly, I don't want to date a Sagittarius. I mean, I could. If, it, if they were great, I would be open to it. But usually... I don't connect well with the Sagittarius, but Kyle, my roommate, Daddy Kyle, is amazing, and I he's love him. And some of my best friends are Sagittarius. Oh my God, he's literally one of the but again biggest lesson, blessings that's ever come into my life. I love him. Astrology lessons are that it's not just about your sun sign. Exactly. It's about you know, as we talk about with our guests, the time yeah. you were born, the place you were born, mm-hmm. all that. And Kyle is a uh, Scorpio rising. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, Kyle's a nightmare for me because I, I, I mean, well, no, I love, I think it's I adore Kyle, but Sag, Scorpio, I'm like, ah, no, he's that's wonderful. terrifying. But I've never dated him. I'm never going to date him. And that's never going to be a thing because we have, you know, we've always been established as like, no, we have such a good partnership as friends and roommates. And I didn't mean that Kyle's know. a nightmare, but like the Sag, Scorpio, I don't like people that um, don't, I, I feel like Sag, Sagittarius and Scorpio don't really um, feel as though they have consequences, and they kind of just act how it, like everything that I do. I'm so worried about how it's going to affect other people, myself, um, the world around me. But in a way, I feel like Sagittarius and Scorpio just kind of acts however they want. It's mostly Sagittarius. It's mostly Sagittarius out of that, but Scorpio would yes be aligned with that. Too. Yes. But honestly, you know, and by the way, for anyone that was listening and is confused by that. I'm sorry. I have a roommate. My name is Kyle Thomas. His name is Kyle as well. And so everyone calls him Daddy Kyle because he's older than me. It's not a sexual thing. And I'm Baby Kyle because I'm younger. That's just it. Uh, I promise it's not kinky. (laughs) Twink Kyle. (laughs) Yeah. Get out of here. I am not a twink. All right. I am not a twink. Our celeb WTF of the week is Chris Martin, who is the lead singer of Coldplay, and Dakota Johnson, a.k.a. Anastasia Steele from Fifty Shades of Grey. So, these two started dating in October of 2017, and he is a significant amount older than her. He's Gwyneth Paltrow's ex-husband, father of two children, um, right, because I was I was thinking that because I remember like Coldplay from when like yeah. I had a lunchbox. Like it seemed like he was much older. Yes, he is much older, and uh, it's weird, you know, that they kind of him and Dakota and Dakota Johnson. Is, if for those of you that don't don't know, Don Johnson, you guys may or may not know, it's that's her father, but Melanie Griffith is her mother. Oh, Don Johnson. And Melanie Griffith. Yeah. And Melanie Griffith. Wow. Yeah, so she's actually like a real child of Hollywood. Yeah, no kidding. Holy crap. And, you know, she's Fifty Shades of Grey girl. Right, she's, right. So, you know, for her to have this relationship is, is quite interesting. But at first you think, oh, fling. But these two have been kind of back and forth 
since 2017, it seems like they have this really cool, like, movie romance. He flew her out to Argentina to see Coldplay perform. She's literally, everyone saw her. Back <laughs> like in, I flew him out to watch my movie. Like, what the hell? No, but I'm thinking, what like, a, romantic. a movie. Like, hey, babe, I, why don't you come out and watch me? Yeah, and she does, I mean, and high. she's backstage, and there's, like, thousands, thousands, yeah, thousands of people dating. out there. <laughs> no, special. they, they kind of just met. This is when they, like, just met. I see. So he's still trying to smash it. Yeah, point. he's, like, really trying to, like, <laughs> set it up. I see. So she's back there. You know, people with saw her with... Mandy. I know. <laughs> with the headphones on, like... And she's, like, looking, like, oh, wow, how cool is this guy? It's like, and yeah, have you never like, heard of Coldplay? Wow. <laughs> My father would love this. <laughs> well, funny you say that. Um, Don Johnson was not a big fan of the relationship at the oh, beginning. Really? He was interviewed, and he said the relationship was troubling. Um, but it's been a world, like, they, from Argentina, went to Israel to see someone else. Like, it's just like, hey, let's go on my jet and go travel the world and just, like, have this whirlwind romance. That's so hot. It is, but you know what? Like, I know Gwyneth takes care of the kids and whatever, but I'm yeah. just like, you have two kids, dude. Like, you're not 20 in your 20s. <coughs> like, how old is she? She's an international superstar. <coughs> so she is, um, how old is she? She's an 80, she's two years younger than me. Yeah, she's almost exactly two years younger than me, which means she's 29 years old. Um, okay. So they've had this thing back and forth, and even like Gwyneth and Brad uh, Fulchik, who is one of the producers, creators of American Horror Story, oh, that's her yeah. husband now. Oh, that's right. Uh, <coughs> we were talking about that in the room the other day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, well, that's a whole other and thing. He traded up. Am I right, folks? He's well, like, he's the other guy in, on Ryan Murphy's show. <laughs> probably the one that tones Ryan Murphy down. He's like, dude, we can't actually have penises on television. Like, and Ryan FX Murphy is like, why not? We'll not allow this, dude. Um, but he was on it with. Like, yeah, you're right. He's a bummer. We don't like him. I, I love American Horror Story. No, but I want penis. It'd be better with penises. I think we all agree on that. Well, you know, to each their own. Sure, that'd be really fun. HBO, let's do this. I saw that, that uh, this uh, Euphoria show. Because oh, yeah. I heard there were like a hundred penises in the scene. I was very, I was not impressed. I didn't see a lot of penises. I, I no, don't. and it's just like, I mean, like, yeah, there's some penises. <laughs> it's just like, I wear the hundred. Like, I don't know. It's just like, they just... See, guys, this is like well, the crazy shit that Phil is like, I want 100 penises. So, like, where I'm like, I want I mean, husband penis. He's no, like, I want 89. It's not like trying to, like, jump in a cock pile. It's well, just, it's just like, listen, men. Listen. <laughs> it's just like, hold on, hold on. It's no. just like, I heard there was a scene that had 100 penises in it, and I watched it, and I was no. underwhelmed. That's all I'm saying. Oh, my Let's God. take this story. I, my soul just left my body. Full circle. <laughs> Back to penises and Dakota Johnson, a.k.a. Fifty Shades of Grey, because that's what we're talking about oh right man. now. Okay, man. All right. So, <laughs> they, um, what I was saying about Gwyneth is that she's met, they've hung out. Like, Dakota, Brad, Gwyneth, and Chris, like, they have these double date things, and all their kids are together, and... It's really, really cute, even... I mean, Dakota's not, like, 22. She's not, like, Sophia Richie. Right. It's, it's, right. not, it's not that weird. Um, but apparently, they did break up a few months ago. But recently, they've been seen back together. They have this, like, place in Malibu. And could you guys just imagine just, like, having that life? Like, oh, let's just have some friends over. 
in their huge home in Malibu, and they're on and off, but at the end of the day, these two, it kind of seems like he's a man-child, and she's a very mature woman. So I'm, I, I'm interested to see what which, their compatibility which, is. Which one is it again? Dakota Johnson and Chris Martin. Chris Martin, but he was also born in like 1977. He's only like, he's 42. I mean, I thought he'd be like born in 1956 or something like that. I mean, he's still much older, but yeah. like, not that much older. And like you said, she's 29. Yeah. Like, she's not. I'm not a hate on it. Mm-hmm. Well, what's going on here? So Chris Martin is a Virgo rising, Pisces sun, and a Leo moon. Dakota Johnson is a Capricorn rising, Libra sun, and a Sagittarius moon. Right off the bat, we can see that there is an affinity between the two of their rising signs. Chris, being a Virgo rising, is extremely attracted to Dakota's Capricorn rising because they are both of the Earth sign element. Also, her ascendant falls in Chris's fifth house of true love, so this affinity is very strong. He is drawn to her level-headedness, but also her neediness, which Capricorns don't like to be known for, but they also possess. And he loves to take care of her. Also, she enjoys being taken care of, so she trusts him easily. Also, by looking at their charts, we see that their moon signs are exactly trying with each other, meaning that emotionally they completely understand each other and appreciate the ease and compassion in their relationship. They again have an intuitive level of understanding that is hard to break. However, their sun signs are not seen as the most compatible, with Chris being a dreamy and emotional water sign Pisces and Dakota being an intellectual air sign Libra. But the thing about these two signs is they actually do have a lot in common too. They like to be flexible and seek spontaneity and love luxury when it can be surrounding them. They both appreciate beauty and good food, sex, and the pleasures of life. Both signs often have a problem with overspending, but the thing about them is that they're rich and famous and their money is legitimately not ever going to run out, so that's not a damper on the relationship. That's not something they're ever going to have to worry about. Oh, how nice. Right? But for real, I mean, that that would be a, a big problem for them if they didn't have that kind of lifestyle. Uh, When it comes to their timeline, though, the interesting thing about their relationship is that both are going through important relationship eclipses in 2018 to 2020. For Chris, we could see him fall in and out of love, or perhaps fall more deeply in love, and pregnancy is also favored for him. For Dakota, she is having major beginnings and endings with relationships, but for the ones that are strong, we could see them taking their very next steps together. Well, I'm excited to see what he'll happens fly, there. He'll fly her out for another concert of his. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey. Five? Four? Who knows here? Who knows? Well, next we, of course, have to get into your chart, Ooh. Phil. Mm-hmm. Let's see what's going on here, Mr. Aquarius. Now, I'm going to say, I did type my stuff until, like, one of them there. I'm not going to say it, but, like, one of them apps. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see how yours compares to that app. Sure. So he got so mad. I'm not worried about it at all. Anyways, let me do my magic on you, alright? So Phil Walker is a Capricorn rising with an Aquarius sun. Your moon is also Aquarius. This means that you were born on a new moon. This means that in this lifetime, you will take daring adventures and have many new beginnings throughout, perhaps like you're recreating yourself multiple times throughout your life. This is exciting because you will now, you have a very hopeful and expansive life throughout it. Uh, so there's that. <clears throat> Some important information that I have for you is that currently, <coughs> sorry guys, the planet of Jupiter, which rules miracles and fortune, is affecting you in a few different ways. 
Your hopes and dreams are in reach until December 3rd of 2019, and you will notice very significant steps being taken toward forward during this time. You will notice that your friends and network are very important during this time. They will be the ones who open doors to you in every area of your life that you're looking to watch grow. Every area. Okay? Some big moments of the year for you related to love will happen around December 11th. This could be a very passionate and an exciting time. If not love, creativity will be very highlighted. Also, there's a big focus on mass media in your chart coming up, and this is in television, film, and all of that realm. Venus, the planet of art and money, goes into the sector from September 14th until October, or October 8th. So allow yourself to be very inspired by, by them because Venus is art. The new moon in this sector is on September 28th. So use the 10 days after that to launch new ideas and projects that you want to be a big focus for your 2020. Okay. Okay. You following so far? Mm-hmm. Okay. Great. Career achievement is also on the docket for you in coming months. Venus moves into your career in fame sector from October 8th until November 1st. A new moon <coughs> opening doors in your career takes place in the days following October 27th. So begin important meetings and actions then. Mars After October 27th? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mars, the planet of drive and energy, moves into your career, causing a ton of progress from November 19th into the beginning of 2020. Okay. This is all very exciting for you, so get ready for all of the momentum because it's literally leading from mass media to major, even bigger achievements. Dope. <clears throat> so yes, there's that. The last thing I will note for you specifically is that Jupiter, the planet of miracles and luck, is going to move into your ascendant, which is your rising sign and represents your identity, from March 4th of 2020 until April 2nd of 2020. Or no, no, sorry. March 4th, 2020 until August 2nd, 2020. Okay. And then again from October 24th, 2020, until January 23rd, 2022. Whoa. I know. So this is an <laughs> extremely long transit for you, and it represents the beginning chapter of the rest of your life. So you'll be luckiest above all others during this time, and you will begin major life cycles that last for many years to come. This means you are lucky in every area of your life. When this hap- when, yeah, when this happens, many people see their, their careers launch to whole massive new levels. They fall in love, get engaged, get married, have kids, buy a house. Like, the sky is the limit. So I am so excited that we are friends and to see what awaits you because the best literally in your chart is still to come. Dope. I mean, it's an, I, I will say, too, uh, a little peek behind the veil. Kyle has read my horoscope before, and it's usually very spot on. The only, there was only one time that it wasn't, but it wasn't because he was wrong. It was because I fought tooth and nail to make it not happen. Well, I mean, it was, no, I, I'll say it, was, it was the one where it's like, it was the money thing, and it was like, you're not going to get as much money as you had thought you were, and it was down to the wire, and it looked like it was absolutely going to happen. I was oh, like, totally. And I was like, I refuse. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, I mean, obviously, you know, I, well, the thing about it is that... Teach me your ways. Yeah, I mean, the thing about that is that I can see these different things that are happening, so it does represent, you know, that you're going to have to fight it, because you can, you, if you want to fight against a certain energy that's happening astrologically, yes, that's possible. So, for instance, um, let's say I'm seeing for that there's going to be a big relationship difficulty. Mm-hmm. And Saturn is across the sky and clashing with you, and you're opposed, and you're also having eclipses that are, you know, 
potentially, you know, going to break you up. Well, I'm going to show you that there's this is this is destiny. This is happening. And yes, you are very likely to break up if you are not in a relationship that's strong. But you can actually use that energies to to fight through it and become stronger if your partner and you are wanting to do that. And, and this affects every area of your life. Yeah, no, I, that's, what I, yeah. that's what I loved about it. And that's why I say, like, the only time it hasn't really happened according to it was it's not because you read it wrong. It totally. was just, like, it was, <laughs> totally. going, it was down to the wire and it was going to happen. Yeah. And yeah. I just, like, right, and I just refused. Totally, totally. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. We need to do our first um, Bang, Mary Kill of Virgo season, yes. of course. And you know how to play Bang, bang Mary Kill, right? No, I've been under a rock for the past 20 years. How do you do it? No. Okay, all right, great. So, uh, you, right. you bang one guy. I'm sure it's going to be all guys at this We're back to the uh, cock pile? Of course. <laughs> <it is>. <laughs> <laughs> you monsters. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm, I'm thrilled. I just want one pretty one forever. That's it. Yeah, yeah I'm done with that. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Me too. We're romantic. <sighs> Anyways. Bang, Mary Kill, Virgo season. Let's go. Ding. Nick Jonas, Tom Hardy, and Chris Pine. Oh, my God. That is so hard. Is that great? I feel really proud of that one. That's really, really Wait, good. Hold on. Actually. Nick Jonas. Uh-huh. Uh, Tom Hardy. Tom uh, Hardy. This is and Chris Pine. so difficult for me. I'll oh, go. this is such a good one. I'm so proud. Yeah. This is a really good. This is a really good one. I agree. Yeah. This is this is hard because. Oh, I want to do them all. Uh, me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, I but yeah, you know what? And I I freaking love the Jonas Brothers. I love them so much, and I'm gonna have to kill Nick. I just wow. I I'm get, he's I, I I know I'm gonna have to kill he's him. He's the talented one. I know. <laughs> no, Joe's really talented. They're all really talented, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't get me started. Okay, <laughs> I am going to bang Tom Hardy and marry Chris Pine, because I've always wanted to marry Chris Pine. I'm obsessed with him. Are you listening, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh I think we have our first caller. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. He's, like, on the phone. He's, like, damn, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna let our guests go. Okay. Um, shoot. Oh, this is such a good one. Though. It's a hard one. I know. I'm, I'm this is a very like Viagra Well, for sure, for sure, Mary Chris Pine. I, I for sure, Mary Chris Pine. Um, You're not gonna take him from me, but okay, you can have your own. We'll just see who he chooses. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Uh, my Jupiter is in the House of Miracles. <laughs> oh, 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 you just better watch out. Um, I am gonna have to kill Nick Jonas and uh, bang Tom Hardy. Because I mean, Tom Hardy is definitely a good lay. I just yeah. Oh, I bet he could just bang like. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and Nick Jonas is cool, but he's <laughs> oh, man. He always seems kind of dour to me, and I don't. I Can he like sing be, before we do it? Like it's just. Yeah. yeah. I feel like he would be kind of a selfish way. I feel like he's mm-hmm. a little up his own ass. Yeah. Whereas Tom Hardy was like, I'm in Venom. Like I got nothing to prove. Let's just. Say it. <laughs> oh man. Totally good analogy for sure. Yeah, uh, I think we all agree about the exact same thing. 
I, oh, poor Nick. Yeah, I mean, I definitely would marry Chris Pine. He's so, he just seems so sweet and pretty. He's great. He's dreamy. Like, yeah, he's, he's totally just dreamy. Sweet. Tom Hardy can definitely take me to Pound Town. <laughs> oh, yes. And Nick Jonas, I'm sorry. I will say, if this was a different week, Nick, we totally would have been married you. Right. I mean, because he's good looking and he's talented. Like, I, I, I don't have And he's done sex can... scenes, actually, before, and it's hot. Has he? Can yeah. you send me a link to that? Yeah, uh, I, I can, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, I think he's perfectly good. Yeah, I, I, I just, they're all so great. Right. I just think that, like, you know, you, it just didn't come up for you this time. <laughs> yeah, sorry. So, on that note. Wow. Thank you guys so, so much for tuning in. Astro Kiki Radio. Sorry, we're a little scattered today, but like we just got back and got in the group again. So yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I should have asked if I could curse on this before. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I just started fine. cursing up a blue streak. But thank you guys so much for having me. Yay, of we course. love you. So um, they can see your work on the Disney Channel at the moment, and your um, you know, little hints at um, dirty humor. Yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know how many hints you'll find, but. Um, <laughs> But yeah, definitely please watch um, Just Roll With It. It's actually a very fun show for the entire family. Um, we at, we're really committed to having a show that's good for kids, but also good for um, adults too. Um, and I think that it's not it's not dirty, it's not it's none of that. I like I think it's a good, clean, fun uh, show. And the really fun thing about it too is that like three times an episode we actually stop it and the audience gets to, the studio audience gets to choose what happens next. So that's oh, like kind cute. of a fun. That's so cool. Aspect. I love that. Where can everyone find you on social media? Um, you can find me on Twitter at the Phil Walker. Um, I am on Instagram though I never update it. It's Walker Wire. And um. What other things are there? I think that's it. I yeah. mean, I'm not going to give my Facebook because who does Facebook anymore? <laughs> um, I mean, you can catch me on Waze. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> on where my way driving, to work. Yeah. With traffic. You can add him on Venmo and Venmo yeah. truck right. Yes, if you guys want to pay, Phil. <laughs> right, yeah. I, double, I moonlight as a cam slut, so if you want to give me some tokens, <laughs> oh, that would be great. <laughs> Oh, well, man. you guys can find me, Sam Davidson, <laughs> at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram. And, um, of course, don't forget to follow After Kiki Radio on Instagram and Mr. Kyle Thomas. Yes. Also, shout out to the Leftist Radio Network. We love you. As well as Horoscopes and Horoscopes Daily, which we are in partnership with all of them. So make sure to check all of us out there and follow us there. And you can... Connect with me on my website for horoscopes, all sorts of celebrity news that we've been updating from here on KyleThomasAstrology.com and book me for reading because I'm badass. Okay. He is, and like legitimately. He but he might be really busy incredible. because he might have a lot of asses to like crap. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I will. I no. No, he's a he is a gentleman. Yeah. Right. So. Um, you can find him on Grinder. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. If no. you're a cute guy, please add him. He will definitely read. If your you find Kyle like, on Grinder, it would mostly be for like tarot astrology reading. No, that's super weird. You guys know. <laughs> you can find me currently on Tinder, Bumble, and <laughs> Chappie. I'm on those right now. Yeah. I'm on on which one? Uh, Tinder, Chappie, and Bumble. What is Chappie? Let's take another one of those apps. Well, is it good? Yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. we'll talk about this all. Okay, yeah, I'm no, sorry. Guys, I'm on there, uh, but also I've been getting a lot of... 20 minutes talking about dating apps. <laughs> and I also have 
been slipping into my DMs and my Instagram, so that's kind of cute. Anyways, guys, we love you. Thank you for joining us. You can follow me on my Instagram at M-R-K-Y-L-E-T-H-O-M-A-S. Okay, see you next week, everybody. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Astro Kiki Radio.